to In My Mug episode 297 on Monday the 21st of July 2014. I am your host Stephen Layton. Welcome to this wonderful edition of In My Mug and welcome to this wonderful edition of the news. So let's get on with the news. We have our first Kenyan of the year on the site. There are another two to follow. A Peabree that is particularly one of my favourites at the moment. Um, they'll be going on the site in the next week or so. Um, they may be in my mug sometime soon as well, uh, so you don't have to buy them. But I know that some of you have been pestering me a lot for the Kenyans and wanting to know when they come in. So they are in. In my mug goes international. Keep your eyes peeled for a blog post coming out next week, but we have soft launched our subscriptions for Europe, which will be charged in euros on a recurring payment, yen uh, for our Japanese customers on recurring payments, and dollars for our friends across the pond. Um, if you go to the My Mug page, at the top right, there's a little drop-down menu. You select your country, um, which will give you the option to select and subscribe and get signed up. We are very excited about offering this. Uh, we know that for a long time you have been asking us for recurring payment subscriptions for outside of the UK, uh, and now we have it. So there is no excuse not to subscribe to In My Mug if you do not live in Blighty. And tickets are available for a talk that I'm giving in Edinburgh. Um, for uh, the grand price of absolutely nothing. There'll be a chance to try some amazing coffees, uh, watch me record in my mug, uh, you'll be able to get to ask me questions. Um, if you go to the URL, which is coming up on the screen now, but it's uh, http dot forward slash forward slash go dot has been dot co dot uk forward slash brew lab. Um, and if you are good, I will even let you buy me a drink in the Brew Dog, which is very near to there afterwards. Um, it's going to be lots of fun and you should definitely come along. And that was the wonderfully exciting news! Um, so we should look at focus on, and this week we're going to focus on the town of Antigua. So the town of Antigua in Guatemala um, is a city in the Central Highlands, uh, famous for its very well-preserved uh, Spanish Baroque-influenced architecture, um, as well as a, a, a bunch of amazing uh, ruins and colonial-style churches. Um, it serves as the municipal seat for the surrounding municipality um, and also serves the department of uh, Santa Capeque, um, uh, which is a, a department in, in Guatemala. Um, the city at the peak of its population had a population of around about 60,000, 70,000 uh, and that was in the 1770s. But in 1773 there was a huge earthquake and volcanic eruption uh, and the city was pretty much abandoned. Uh, they moved around about 25-30 miles down the road to Guatemala City, which became the capital and is the capital today. Um, but people started to move back to uh, Antigua because it's such a beautiful uh, city, well, beautiful town. And it's one of the top destinations for tourists in Guatemala now. Um, last, pop last census in 2007 had the population around about 35,000. So it's around about half of what it used to be. But it is incredibly beautiful. Cobbled streets, beautiful old buildings. Um, yeah, it's, it's really special. Uh, Antigua is also well known for its... Uh, 
like religious celebrations that it has during Lent, uh, leading up to Holy Week and in Easter, they uh, they have parades that uh, pass through the streets of Antigua. Um, different parishes sponsor different times to do it, and it's all very very cool. And as I said, it's a very popular tourist destination. Has very good infrastructure now there. Lots of great hotels, boutique hotels. Um, lots of tourists base themselves there and go to different places around Guatemala and Central America. Um, there are cruise ships that uh, dock at nearby ports and then take trips into Antigua, both from the Pacific and from the Atlantic. And um, it's a pretty amazing place. It has a huge population of retired people as well from the US and Europe you go around and you hear lots and lots of different uh, different um, accents as you go around um, and it's just a very very nice town and that is the focus on an Antigua so I hope you enjoyed that focus on um, this week's coffee comes from Antigua and it's Guatemala Finca San Sebastian Wash Bourbon uh, a coffee that we had for the first time last year. This is our second year, uh, part of our direct buying uh, project that we did out there. Um, the farm is located um, in Antigua, which is one of the most renowned uh, coffee regions in Guatemala. Um, it's owned by the Fallas family, um, and the farm itself is pretty spectacular. It is so organized and professional and well run. Um, the agronomy, uh, right through to the picking and processing uh, processes, um, is just so well run and so closely monitored. Um, it really is like no other farm I've seen. It's just, it's a farm on steroids. Um, it really is just pumped and organized and just flows really good. Um, the coffees are grown at 1500 to 15, uh, to 19,050 meters, sorry, uh, above sea level, and he's on the edge of the Actonango volcano. Um, it really is on the edge as well. If you look at some of the photos that we've got on the site, um, you'll see the volcano there. Um, it's uh, uh, owned by a family that have owned the farm for over a hundred years. Um, it is a fourth generation grower that is in charge now, Estadio uh, Falas Castillo. Um, who is the great grandson of the original owner um, and he's been very keen to try and introduce new techniques into the farm so taking on new trends, um, new processes, new picking methods um, very much like you see somebody from San Sebastian at all of the trade shows like right through to Italy uh, I, I bumped into uh, Eduardo there um, and um, yet there's all, they're always trying to learn new things um, their pro wash process is something that I'm really impressed and this is, this is a washed coffee. Um, very, very clean cup, very well processed. But right through to their naturals, the naturals they've been trying new things, different drying processes, uh, always experimenting. The farm has a mixture of Bourbon, Katura and Pacamara. Um, we have this one which is a Bourbon and we, and we also have their Pacamara coming very, very soon. Um, for me, I love the Pacamara. I think it's amazing and, and it's an exclusive to us, but I love this Bourbon. I really do think it is special. And the wash one is probably my favorite of all of the three. Um, so should we should look at some figures. Uh, the farm is San Sebastian, owned by the Fallas family, um, in the town of Antigua, but actually near to San Miguel de Inas, which is in the Santa Peque uh, region of uh, Antigua in Guatemala. The farm is a giant 420 hectares, I'm going to say that again, 420 hectares, which all of it is used for coffee growing or processing. 
Um, has an altitude of 1,500 to 1,950 meters above sea level. Uh, has mixed varietals of Bourbon, Katura and Pacamara, but this is the Bourbon. And this one is a washed processed coffee. So we should go and ask Roland for some daft facts about Guatemala. So we should go see Roland's daft fact for this week. The first inhabitants of Guatemala arrived as far back as 18,000 BC and was the hub of the Mayan civilization. It's nice to have the real Roland for once, wasn't it? I enjoyed that. I think that's a really good fact, Roland. I didn't know that. Uh, 18,000 BC was the first civilization there. Amazing. Right, we should go to the map bit. So, hello again. Look, I'm waving. Bye. Off you go. Clear off. Um, you see the postman's there on that as well. He's just collecting everything, collecting all the In My Mugs. So we're going up and we're going across to Central America, which is where I am, um, as you have just seen. And um, Central America, you've got Costa Rica, Nicaragua, Honduras, El Salvador, Guatemala, but not Mexico, funnily enough. Um, I didn't know that until recently, until somebody pulled me up. Um, we're going to be looking at Guatemala. So uh, Guatemala, our interesting fact is that the first ever chocolate bar was made there by the Mayans, I think it is. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, the interesting non-coffee related fact. But we're going to go down to Antigua. And if you look there, you can actually see the Antigua volcano. I think that is amazing. Just seeing those two volcanoes there and... Uh, Antigua used to be the capital city of Guatemala, but there were so many uh, earthquakes and volcano eruptions that they moved it to Guatemala City. But Antigua stays, and it's a beautiful, beautiful town. Uh, but we're looking at San Sebastian, so we're zooming down. Can you see me on the patios? I'm waving again. Come on, zoom down a bit more. Oh, it won't zoom down anymore, so you can't see me. But I'm there, and... Um, We'll go down to the uh, the floor here. It doesn't look so high, but it's still around about 1,800, 1,800 metres. Um, you can see the lowest point is the Pacific Ocean, and the highest point is a volcano. So uh, up we go in again. Let's have another look at, see if we can get some more typography in there. So can I move it around? There we go. So, and there we go. That was the map bit. Okay, interesting map bit. I, I like that one because we know lots about that farm and we have those great great coordinates so it is time to wrap you on pause and go and get some tasty and delicious drinks okay so i'm back um i don't seem to have any drinks though if only somebody could bring me some drinks thank you this is techno gary say hello to the nice people techno gary he hello, used to be people. one of you he used to be one of you and now he's here. I did. Now he gets to see behind the scenes and be disappointed in me. I had hair when I started last week. Did, as well. I think it's flowing locks, flowing locks. Thank you, mate. No worries. Stuff. Right, let's dive into the espresso. So. Now, the first thing you notice about this coffee is that it has like a, a white sugar sweetness going on with it. It's delicious, but there's lots of acidity. The espresso is super, super vibrant. I'm getting like. Time for a bit of shoulder, a peach. Um, very light, very delicate, zingy. 
Absolutely zingy. A delicious espresso, actually. Well done to Gary. Yeah, that's a good job. He's done a good job there. So let's dive into milk. Again, that acidity punches through the milk. You really do get that. Now, it's a bit wishy-washy for me with the milk. It's not really my bag. Um, but I can see some of you absolutely adoring that. Um, I really can. So, time for a Chemex. I seem to do Chemex all the time since we got rid of the Wheel of Death. But um, in my Ireland mug, because I've uh, been spending a lot of time there recently. Mm. And boom, peach. Just fills your mouth full of peach. That sweetness is there, but in the brewed coffee it becomes far more dominant. It's far more kind of like lively and bright and delicious. This coffee is such a great example of a well-processed washable barnet from Guatemala. It's scary. I really, really love it. I'm really, really proud that we're able to show it to you. I'm really uh, great, grateful that we can work with the Fallas family um, and they really look after us with some super, super lots. So um, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much for joining me, as always. And do remember, life is definitely too short for bad coffee.